Welcome to Tal's Tips, an empowerment podcast where we explore coaching topics such as mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and everything in between. Join me, Talia Mervash, every week as I interview successful humans who are business owners, coaches, educators, leaders, and creators. We will connect on life's challenges, relationships, and most of all, purpose. Through this podcast, we will find out the tips and tricks that worked for these inspiring individuals and how they live their life in alignment with their purpose. These conversations will hopefully empower you to explore your own passions and hire a coach of your own one day. Each episode is filled with intuitive wisdom that will get you fired up to live the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to yet another amazing episode of Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast. You guessed it. We have another amazing guest in store for you today, and we are going to dive into the hot topic that I've been diving into, and hopefully you've heard of it. It is called breath work. So not only are we going to get the real, raw, vulnerable story from this guest and her journey of breath work and how she's facilitating it daily today, but we're also going to do a quick little session. We're going to learn a lot about it. We're going to learn the history behind it and how we can really help ourselves using this tool of breath work. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce our guest to you today. Her name is Katie Bywater. Katie Bywater is a breathwork facilitator who helps women break free from self-sabotaging behaviors, depression, and anxiety. She is trained in biodynamic breathwork, which is a healing modality that helps release stuck energy, emotions, and trauma from the body and nervous system, opening women up to the best version of themselves. In breathwork sessions, Katie uses a combination of breath patterns, conscious movement, sound, emotional expression, meditation, and energy healing to release stuck patterns and energy that are no longer serving you. You can find her at her website, which is www.esoterictherapeutic.com or on her Instagram account at esoterictherapeutic. Let's dive in. I don't want you to wait any longer because this episode is too good. Let's dive in and welcome Katie Bywater. Hello, beautiful soul, Katie Bywater. You are such a light and I'm so excited to talk to you today. How are you doing? I am doing so well. I am living in such flow right now and so excited to be chatting with you. How are you today, Tal? I'm so good. I'm so good. I'm so much better now because honestly, my love language is connection. And like we connected a while back and you were very similar minded. I feel like we're the same age. We like, we are just very on the same vibe and I too am in the flow. So it's really cool. But I, I just love who you are at your core. And I've seen kind of the transformation from the program we were in way back when now it feels like forever ago because we've transitioned so much but I really want you to share your story today because so many people need to hear it and kind of just going from there though like who are you Katie just tell us like where are you in the world before we get down into like all the depths of the earth tell us who you are tell us what you're up to and yeah just just show us who you are verbally (laughs) 
Yes, of course. Uh, so I'm Katie Bywater. I am a breathwork facilitator. I am located in Boulder, Colorado, USA. I add in the little USA because I see clients all over the world. So I think it's helpful to mention that. Um, and I help women recover from mental health issues and trauma and reawaken their self-love. Amazing. Amazing. And I, I've seen it because I've, I've done little brief sessions with you of book club, but you're also guest speaking in my group very soon in May. And I can't wait for that because that will be probably the first time any of my community has stepped into that world of like release from breath work. And you did speak to my book club and we all kind of, some of us felt stuff, some of us didn't, but like, I personally felt so loved afterwards. Like I loved myself. Like I made love to myself, like a little brief time of like what 20 minutes. I don't even know, but it's so beautiful. And I really want to get into just what is breath work. First of all, like how, how can we use breath work? What, what is that really? Absolutely. So breath work is a science. There's a lot of different styles of breath work. The specific, uh, the specific style that I facilitate is biodynamic breath work, which is a healing modality that releases trauma from your nervous system. So trauma, I'm going to talk about that really quickly because that can be a scary word. I think a lot of us, when we hear the word trauma, we think of the big scary things that happen. Um, I'm not going to go into details about all those big scary things right now, but your listeners, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. So in my mind, I call that big T trauma, like capital T trauma. But then there's also smaller trauma, little T trauma, which is more like chronic stress in your day-to-day. -day. Honestly, everything with this last year, the pandemic, we've all had little T trauma over this last year. It can also be loss of a relationship, death, death of a loved one. There's so many different things that encompass little T trauma. So breath work is really amazing at releasing trauma from your nervous system, both big T trauma and little T trauma. And there's a lot of science behind that that I would love to walk you through. Yeah, yeah. And Personally, I don't think I've ever done breath work in the way that you facilitate ever. And, you know, there's a lot of us that I feel like, and I'm, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of us think of meditation. We, we automatically, my brain goes to meditation and like you're in a meditative state. So maybe, yeah, walk us through that science of like, what does it do to us our, in our, in our insides, mentally, physically, and emotionally? Yeah, absolutely. So it is common that people think breathwork is meditation, but it is very much not. Um, one clarification that I like to make is that breathwork is in the body while meditation is in the mind. So a lot of times when you're meditating, the goal is to clear the mind, don't have any thoughts, etc. Whereas breathwork, we integrate anything that's coming up for you. A lot of times when you're doing breathwork, emotions are coming up, past memories, etc. And that is all welcome in this space. Um, the other thing that I really like about breathwork compared to meditation is you get to move. So a lot of folks have trouble sitting still in meditation. So breathwork is more of an active moving practice. So you can get all the fidgets out. So the science behind breathwork is fascinating. So the reason breathwork is so powerful at releasing trauma from the nervous system has to do with your autonomic nervous system, which is essentially the control system that operates all of the systems within the body, such as your heart rate, your respiratory rate, your temperature. It's essentially all of the unconscious things within your body. 
So within your autonomic nervous system, you have your parasympathetic nervous system and your sympathetic nervous system. Your parasympathetic nervous system is your rest and digest system. So think about when you're relaxing on a beach, taking a hot bath, feeling super, super relaxed. That is when your parasympathetic nervous system is the dominant system in your body. And then you have your sympathetic nervous system, which is your fight or flight system. So that system comes into play when you're working out, going to work, et cetera. You honestly can't get throughout your day without your sympathetic nervous system. So both of those nervous systems, you oscillate between throughout the day. So you go up into fight or flight, sympathetic, down into parasympathetic, rest and digest, up, down, up, down, all throughout your day. Um, and in a healthy nervous system, you really have an easy flow between the two nervous systems. But when you have a trauma, big T or little t trauma, your nervous system can get thrown out of what's called the window of tolerance, which is essentially how much stress your nervous system can take before getting thrown out of balance. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times when we're thrown out of balance, you can get stuck in your sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight. And that's when you feel anxiety, hyperactivity, insomnia. You have a really hard time falling asleep at night. Um, you feel rage, you're really easily activated. That is stuck in sympathetic, or you can get stuck in parasympathetic, which is uh, depression, chronic fatigue, poor digestion, poor metabolism. Think of really, really slow. Um, and I like to say that you can also oscillate between stuck in sympathetic and stuck in parasympathetic. So you can feel anxiety and then depression, anxiety, and then depression. It's not one or the other. Wow. <laughs> so breathwork, how the heck does it relate to all of that? You're using different types of breath to activate the parasympathetic nervous system and then another type of breath to activate the sympathetic nervous system. So throughout class, we pendulate between activation and calming to teach the nervous system that it's safe to come back into balance. So you're really teaching the body that it's safe to release anything that's there, recalibrating the nervous system, and then also expanding that window of tolerance. So when an inevitable stressor comes in, you're less likely to get stuck in that sympathetic or parasympathetic. Wow. What a tool, right? Like what a great tool that we don't talk about, like the norm, you know, it's not the status quo to talk about stuff like that. So I just love that. I love that you discovered this and I love that it's helped you so much and it's helped so many people across the whole world, but I love that you're implementing it in your day-to-day -day and you're teaching it now. So I do want to touch on what you do for others and like how you run a class, but I also really want to know, like, how did you discover this? Like, where did that come from? Yeah, absolutely. So I honestly found breathwork by an act of fierce grace. So I'm going to take you back like 15 or so years ago. So um, I have had a lot of big T and little T trauma in my life. Personally, um, before the age of 25, I lost two partners, one to suicide and one to a car accident. So those are pretty big traumas really reactive in the system. And at that time, I didn't have the tools to manage such horrible, deep, deep grief. Yeah. Um, and honestly, when my second partner passed away in my head, I decided because I was so young to have two partners passed away in my grief, I decided that I had to have been somehow the cause, like somehow I manifested that death. Mm. 
Um, and that really messes with a person as I'm sure you can imagine. Oh yeah. Well, no one is prepared for any of those things. No one has the tools. No one has the answers. So of course we look inward and we're like, what did I do? Why did I, why did I do this? And then everything is just honestly PTSD and catastrophic thinking and catastrophic thoughts. Like, oh my goodness. And yeah, no, that's, that's so brave and courageous of you to one look inward but also now looking at you here seeing how far you've come from that state of mind that you were in mm. mm-hmm. oh but yeah so so after those after that like mindset like how did you shift it how did this happen where you figured out the tool that you could use yeah absolutely well thank you for so much for saying all that also mm-hmm. um it honestly means the world to me it's been quite the journey Um, so yeah, 23 year old Katie, she was a wreck. Um, I was struggling with depression, anxiety, addiction, essentially anything I could do to escape that reality that I was living in. I was doing it, drugs, alcohol, food, everything. Um, I had an addiction to work, essentially anything you can think of is where I was at at that time. And honestly, I say it's an act of fierce grace. I personally think spirit came into my life and kicked me into a breathwork class to get me out of that experience. So um, I was at a yoga festival here in Boulder many years ago. And um, there was a class on the schedule that was called uh, breathing or no, it was breathwork and Native American drumming. And I do yoga. So I was like, cool. I breathe. I like Native American music. Sure. Yeah. Three hour workshop. And I walk into this workshop And let me just set the stage for you really quickly, because I walk in and there's mats set up everywhere like a yoga class, but there are tissue boxes between (laughs) any mat. And I was like, what am I getting myself into? (laughs) This seems a little bit weird, but okay. And then the instructor, Geeten, who I actually did my breathwork training with after that class, uh, he starts speaking and he's saying that some really deep emotions might come up for you. You might cry, you might scream, you might feel pleasure, you might have an orgasm, um, your hands might cramp up. And honestly, I was like, what <laughs> the hell is this? <laughs> Like, oh dear God, run for the door. Uh. And honestly, yeah, a couple of people rolled up their masks and they're like, I'm out. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. What do I have to lose? Yeah. And it changed my life. I just fully bought into that class. And 20 minutes in, I was releasing this deep, deep grief that I had been holding on to for more than 10 years. And there were breathwork supporters in the room. They were helping me through the experience. I cried like I had never cried before. And then by the end of the class, I'm not going to lie, I had 12 orgasms. So <laughs> oh it was like the full range of emotions oh from deep, deep grief to the most pleasure ever. Oh my gosh. How crazy, but awesome. Yeah. So all that to say, uh, I was hooked after that. If simply breathing can have that much of an effect on someone, I just had to go learn more about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I would probably feel the same way. (laughs) It sounds like, and it's funny because in my life right now, I'm, I'm going through a lot of emotions and decisions and like hard things. And I feel like who wouldn't want to go through a breathwork session? Like, honestly, and I know some people, 
you know, there's a lot of Enneagram nines out there who don't, who avoid conflict, who avoid feelings, who avoid emotions, whatever number you are, whatever you feel. It's not about that. It's about, this is something that can really help bring things to the surface and then you can heal and start that process. And, you know, it's a journey. It's never like, oh, and you're healed. It's not magic like that, but it is magic in the sense that you find something that helps you release it. And I think that's so beautiful. But going back to, you know, real quick, my emotional level right now, it's very, it's, it's like every little thing makes me like feel emotion, like hardcore. And I'm like, I can't imagine like what you just said, crying, like you've never cried before. And then (laughs) obviously feeling that pleasure, like you've never felt before, like amazingly. And it's all real. Like we're, we're, we're here and we're here for a reason. And I think one of those reasons is to feel those emotions. That means we're alive and to not run from it. So I love what you do. And I, I admire that so much that you stepped into that class and you were like, literally, what do I have to lose? Like, I, I'm here, I'm here to like be me and feel whatever they think I'm going to feel. And I'm sure there's some doubt, like, are, I mean, do you ever have anyone like say, no, I didn't feel anything or, or walk anyone through something and they're like numb still, or I don't know. I'm not sure if that's even like the right question to ask, but does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. So a couple things on some points that you made first off is you mentioned a lot of people don't feel their feelings. Our society is taught to shove everything down and not feel anything. So think about when you don't want to feel an emotion, what do you do? You hold your breath, Mm. right? you hold it in. So we're teaching the body to start feeling things. So for people who have shoved things down their entire life and not felt anything, it's going to take a few sessions to start opening up that body. So we're really just teaching the body how to breathe and then everything else starts to unfold. So some people show up and they're already open and we go really deep on the first session. Some people, it takes a few more sessions just because they're not used to feeling anything and they're not used to going there. Gotcha. The other thing I like to say though, is breathwork is like therapy. Um, I have done so much talk therapy and don't get me wrong. I think it's helpful, but in my opinion, you can only talk about your trauma. You can only talk about things as deep as you're willing to go. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to go there talking, then you're not going to get there. And the beautiful thing about breathwork is you don't have to talk about any of it. Sometimes your body is processing things without you even knowing what is coming up. So you don't need to go deep into all of your own stuff and you just heal without involving the mind. Let's just take a quick second to talk about one of my favorite things, book club. Are you the type of person who enjoys reading self-growth and personal development books? Are you always buying a book, reading a few chapters, and putting it back on the shelf? Do you find yourself losing momentum to finish a book or sitting and wishing you had someone like-minded to share thoughts with? Well, I have the perfect solution for you. Unfolding Connections Book Club membership was created specifically for like-minded, high-vibe humans like yourself to read self-growth, leadership, and personal development books each month. We meet twice a month virtually, discuss our favorite quotes, share personal connections, and actually implement what we are reading and learning from amazing authors and coaches. Unfolding Connections also has a private Facebook community for all members to connect even further throughout each month. 
How amazing would it be to finish a book front to back, make new friends, drink wine, and connect on a much needed, deeper, and intellectual level? We start a new book at the beginning of every month. What are you waiting for? You can sign up anytime on talstips.com slash unfolding connections. That's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S dot com slash unfolding connections. Oh, yes. So much yes. And, you know, I do a lot of my, my programs, my clients, they'll, they'll kind of refer to my programs as like kind of like therapy, but I would never say that because I'm not a licensed therapist, but it is, it's a way of digging deep into who you are, who you've been, who you want to be pulling those things out. And we talk through it and we work through it mentally, but that's why you're a guest speaker. That's why there's, there's implementations like that, that I add in because it's not my specialty, it's yours. And I want everyone to feel some different things and be able to, you know, grab from a medium, grab from you, grab from a business coach, grab from other people who are doing their specialty, but it it all goes together. We are not meant to do this life alone ever. And I think it's crucial that, you know, I share this with everyone I know, because you are able to really, one, you've done it, you've gone through it, you understand how it can feel in every sense of the word feel, and also facilitate and be able to help others feel that same release. Um, So kind of going off of that, how would you, how would you say someone could like start practicing? I mean, does it have to be facilitated? Can it be just like a quick little session by themselves if they're super stressed out? What could, what could one do to just like start that healing process through breath work? Yeah. So there's a couple different things. Uh, first off is really just tuning in with the breath throughout the day. So, um, if you ever think about when you're on technology, you're on email, we have something called email apnea where we're not even fully breathing. So if you notice you're breathing right now, 100%, 100%. Yes. All the, yes. I'm like, I'm already holding my breath thinking about email. <laughs> yeah. And we, we have the breath up in the high part of the chest. We're not even fully using our lungs to breathe deeply into the belly. So what you can start to do throughout your day and it's free, is just focus on taking deep breaths. Like maybe set a reminder on your phone or on your calendar at the beginning of every hour to breathe deeply for two minutes. Mm. And that will start to shift the levels of cortisol and stress within your body to bring you into balance. As for doing the really deep work through breathwork, I absolutely recommend having a facilitator there. Um, The reason that it's so important to have a facilitator is because we're monitoring the level of charge in your body to make sure you don't get too activated. If you get too activated, you can be re-traumatized. So it's really important to have someone that is trained in breathwork and trained in trauma to make sure that you stay safe throughout the practice and guide you on the journey and help integrate anything that comes up for you. Mm, very good to know. I, I've never even thought about re-traumatizing yourself because you're reliving it. Your body's reliving that feeling and bringing it to the surface and it hasn't in a long time. So I could definitely see how that would cause further trauma or more trauma. Um, but that's awesome because I definitely can relate to even, even when I'm in a class or even when I'm learning something or reading something, I'll kind of hold my breath. And I'm like, why do I do that? Like, I literally take like gasps of air randomly. And it, it makes me realize 
wow, you're, you're holding a feeling in, or you are trying not to feel at all, or you are tense. Why are you tense? And just kind of noticing, you know, for, for me, it's about just being aware. Like, are you breathing? How are you breathing? Are you, are you okay? (laughs) And why are you not okay right now? And it's okay, but let's talk through it. So I love that so much. That's great advice. Um, is there a certain way that you should breathe throughout the day? Like, do you prefer through the nose, like in through the nose, out through the nose or in through the nose, out through the mouth, or like, what are the differences for us? Yeah, absolutely. So the most healthy way to breathe is in through the nose and out through the nose. But if you really need to get some energy out, out through the mouth is okay as well, but really try to focus on breathing through the nose. Um, I'm not sure if you read the book Breath by James Nestor, but there's some amazing science in there about why we should be breathing through the nose. There's so many more health benefits as compared to breathing through the mouth. So highly recommend breathing through the nose. And there's actually something that I've been wanting to try about when you sleep. I don't know how you breathe when you sleep, but I personally still breathe through my mouth when I sleep. Mm. So there's this whole movement now called mouth taping, where you tape your mouth closed for like a week to train your body to breathe through the nose when you sleep. And apparently it is life-changing. I I saw someone do that and I'm not sure, I'm not sure who it was. Was it you? Did you talk about that on your stories or something? I have talked about it, but it's, it's pretty popular in the breathwork world right now because of how much research is being put into this right now. That's so interesting. I don't know. I don't think it was you. I would have totally like made note of that, but it was someone, someone else. And they were talking about how they've been sleeping so great because they've been taping their mouth shut. And I'm like, this sounds terrifying. Like, oh my gosh. But also I might try it because I'm such a mouth breather when I sleep for sure. Always wake up like with drool or like my mouth like dry or something, but that's so interesting. And I wonder why, I wonder why we, we breathe with our mouths open while we sleep. And I also wonder what does it do? Like that science, I would love to know and love to learn and what kind of tape and like all that stuff. I have questions. Yeah. So super quickly on that, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent, but the reason that we've started breathing through our mouth more is because of the softer diet that we have. So many, many years ago, like a long time ago, before the industrial revolution, et cetera, our diet was a lot more meat heavy. We had to chew a lot more. So the jaw was a lot wider. We had much wider mouths, much wider jaws. And that actually affected the bone structure within the nasal cavity as well. So that was a lot wider. So our face structure over these past 100 to 200 years has changed changed quite a bit in that a lot of us don't have um, very open nasal passages. So that's why a lot of us breathe through the mouth, but we can actually affect the shape of the face depending on how we change our breathing. My eyes are like bug-eyed and my jaw is on the floor because what? <laughs> like this isn't this is great information to know because I I want one better sleep and two just to not cause that problem, or I'm not sure if it's a problem or just something that's going to happen to us, but I didn't even think about the softer diet. Like we're not, you know, 
cavemen eating with our hands and like chewing raw meat or whatever anymore. So I think that's really awesome and so good to know. I don't even know how that happened just now, but thank you for knowing that you beautiful soul. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I'm so passionate about it. If that fact doesn't show how much I love breathwork, I don't know what does. Oh, really? Like that was really good. I'm really impressed. I'm like super impressed. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Well, walk us through what a breathwork session looks like. Like how long is it? What do we wear? What do we do? Do you do them virtually? How do we do it? Yes, of course. So I offer in-person and virtual sessions. I think the amazing thing about a virtual session is you can do this from the comfort of your own home. You don't need to go into a class. You don't need to go into an office. As long as you have a comfortable place to sit, I generally recommend sitting on a yoga mat on the floor or sitting up tall on your couch. You don't need any other equipment. So wearing loose clothes, we just wanted to be able to move the body and feel super, super comfortable. So a lot of times we think of meditation, we're sitting upright, the back is straight. In breathwork, it doesn't really matter. You can fully relax the body and just breathe into the practice. So a breathwork session is anywhere from 75 to 90 minutes, depending on how the session goes. And I offer both group classes and individual classes, but they both essentially take the, the same form in that we start with checking in with the body, seeing what is physically present in the body. So many of us are disconnected from the body that we don't even know what we're feeling in the body. So we look for places of tension. We look for places of tightness, pain, because that can give us a lot of signals into where some stuff needs to move within the body. Mm -hmm. We check in with our emotions, what's alive for us right now. And then we do pendulation between a calming breath, a more activating breath, calming breath, more activating breath, generally two to three pendulations throughout the class. And then we end with a long integration to integrate anything that came up for you throughout the session. Wow. It sounds amazing, honestly. And I'm totally, totally looking forward to the one you're doing with my, with my clients, because I'm sure, I mean, we are emotional beings in my programs. Like there's lots of crying and lots of things that happen and all good things, but it will be really, really cool to have you there and facilitate them and be, be their person for, for the evening. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but I also want to touch on kind of what we both mentioned a little bit was like the emotions, you know, we, we hide them and, and we're taught to, we're taught to be more masculine than feminine, or we're taught to be a little bit more, I'm not sure the word is just numb, but we're taught to keep moving forward and hustle and go. And that really shuns the emotions. And so when I talk to anyone, it's really, we bring up like passion and purpose and like I think you can really, for me personally, I think you can use breath work to kind of uncover that in a way. You can kind of uncover who you really are through that. And that's exactly what I talk about with my programs and all the things and tools I do. But you have that little specialty that can like really unlock a lot that's holding people back that I can't see and that they can't see, you know, it's within them. And like, you have that gift to be able to do with them. So it's really, really cool. And I just hope you know that everything that's happened to you up until this point has brought you right here. And as, as traumatizing and as emotional as life can be for everyone listening and and both of us included, there's a reason for it all. And it's 
usually filled with light and love. So I just love that. And I love you and I love your story and that you are growing into this being that helps people breathe properly and like release. So it's just so cool. I just hope, you know, you're just so cool. Thank you so much. (laughs) My heart feels so full right now. (laughs) You're just like the coolest, but on a side note, like what, or I kind of already asked you, you know, a couple of tips and stuff like that, but what could someone do if they have experienced trauma similar to yours, like losing a loved one or, or dealing with grief? A lot of us deal with grief in different ways and there's really no time limit on that, but just because of COVID and all of the things that have happened and all of the lives that have been lost, is there a way that, or is there advice that you could shed to others to just start living again? Yeah, absolutely. The first thing that comes to mind is healing is not a linear process and you need to tackle it from all different angles, right? There's no one thing that is going to help you heal. So while breathwork is an amazing tool for helping you process that grief and move through it, it's not going to solve all of the things you're experiencing, right? You need to have other self-care tools in your toolkit to have a well-rounded approach to healing. Um, so the, the biggest tip that I have for anyone is build time into your day for yourself every single day, whether that's 15 minutes right in the morning, 15 minutes right before bed, just to start to check in with yourself, set a timer, do five minutes of deep breathing, five minutes of journaling, and just see what's there. And I promise you over time, you'll start to recognize the patterns in yourself and then be shown the path to start working on those things. Definitely. I love that help. That's so helpful because everyone can do something for themselves. And I try to remind myself that along with my clients all the time. It's just like, what did you do for yourself today? As if we're like children talking to, to or adults talking to children, like, what did you do for yourself today? But no one asked us that ever. Not even when we were children, no one asked us, what did we do for ourselves today? Because the whole day when we're children is for ourselves usually. <laughs> so I always like to, you know, touch on that, like, what can I do for me or what can I do that's going to fill my cup or not even fill your cup, but just make you feel a little bit alive or fulfilled or energized. And it looks different for everyone. Just like self-care looks different for everyone. Like you might like baths. I like showers or you might like this and I like that. So just finding what works for you. I think kind of what you said, just like schedule it out and like, just do it. Like, please please do it. Listen to Katie and do it. Yeah. And start small. Like, I think we get scared of self-care and doing all the work on ourselves because we think our morning routine needs to be five hours long and you need to get Mm -hmm. up at four in the morning. And it's like, no, set your alarm 15 minutes early and take those 15 minutes to focus on one thing that fills you up and it will change your life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I started implementing like my miracle morning from the book, miracle morning. And it's honestly been a blessing. And when I sleep in, I'm like mad. I'm like, no, like I missed out on all of that, that I could have done. And cause my husband's usually in charge of waking me up. He wakes up at like five 45 and I'm like, wake me up. Like I'm getting up with you, please. And he's like, okay. And then I'm like sleeping so hard. He's like, no, you're good. I'm like, no, you're going to mess up my entire day. And it really does. It matters to me now when I 
I'm not a morning person at all. And I saw you posted that. I think it was today where you're like, breath work turned me into a morning person. Yes. If I don't do my little routine in the morning, I feel it throughout the entire day. I'm also mad. I just feel bitter throughout the entire day. So as much as I don't want to get up at 530 in the morning to do my morning pages, I do morning pages by the artist way, Julia Cameron. If I don't do that, my day is messed. Yep. 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 Exactly. And mine is journaling 10 minutes, reading 10 minutes, meditating 10 minutes, and then exercising as long as 10 minutes and more, but yeah, it makes such a difference. And I think whatever that looks like for you, like do it, please just start. And I love that you do morning pages too, because that's really helpful. Just brain dumping, not letting anyone in first thing in the morning and just letting it out, whatever is on your head and heart. So tips all around, love the tips, but I usually ask, this is Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast, but tonight it's Katie's and you've already given us so many tips, but is there another tip that you could maybe leave us with of, of breath work or how to do it or what we should start doing on top of everything you've already gave us? <laughs> yes. Um, I feel like this entire conversation is full of tips, but the, what, the final one I'll leave you with is a breath practice. So um, this is a small practice that you can use anytime throughout your day to reduce stress and anxiety. So it's called four, seven, eight breathing, and that's exactly it. So you inhale for the count of four, you hold the breath in for the count of seven, and then you exhale for the count of eight. So that's inhale for the count of four, hold the breath in for the count of seven, exhale for the count of eight. And what that does for the body is it really pulls you out of your stress response. So I personally do this anytime throughout the day when I'm working on emails, I'll take a little break set a timer for five minutes, do the four, seven, eight breath. It's also called, I believe the sleep breath as a nickname, because it helps you fall asleep a lot more quickly. So if you do that five minutes before bed, I promise you, you're going to have a lot easier of a time falling asleep. Cool. Very helpful. Very, very helpful. And that's all through in nose, out nose, right? Like inhale through your nose, exhale. Cause I'm always like, you know, sometimes people in meditations, they say, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. And I always get so confused. I'm like, I, how do they want me to breathe? Like, I never know. <laughs> I would say in through the nose, out through the nose, but it's more about what's more comfortable for you. So if it's more comfortable, more comfortable to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth, do that. It's not a very strict practice. We're just focusing on fully breathing deeply. If you take anything away from it, it's place your hands on your belly and fully breathe into the belly. That's what we're trying to do is take really deep breaths. So true. And I'm such a type A for asking that question. It's like so obvious that I'm like, I want to, <laughs> I want to breathe properly. How do I do it? I need to do it right. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for that. And if anyone listening feels like they need to release anything or just wants to try it out for fun, please join Katie. Katie, can you tell us just some of your offers? I know you said you do group and one-on-one, -on -one, but what are they called? When are they, how do they reach you? Absolutely. So I have two main offerings, one-on-one -on -one sessions and the group classes. So my group classes, it is the reawakened breathwork membership. I love it so, so much. It's such an empowered community of amazing women. Um, so those are group classes. We do four live group classes per month, as well as on-demand content. So you can practice whenever works well for you. Um, so you can find all of the information about reawakened breathwork on my Instagram and also on my website, esoteric therapeutic dot com or at esoteric therapeutic. 
Um, and then other than that, one-on-one -on -one sessions are really, really good for going deep. So I like to say reawaken breathwork, the group classes are perfect for little T trauma, just self-care maintenance. But if there's some deeper stuff that you want to work through, I highly recommend a one-on-one -on -one session and you can find those on my website as well. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely be doing that. I will. And I know my clients will right after they do a session with you, because again, it's going, even if you don't think you have trauma, like, like personally, I had, a, I had a, a fantastic childhood. Everything was great, but I know there were things that happened to me that because I've reflected and I've done all the therapy and stuff that I know that there's going to be things that come up and I'm like excited for it because I'm like, cool, this has never happened before. This is a whole new way of thinking about things and my life and perspective and just having another tool in my toolbox of how I can handle super stressful situations or just minimal stress. It stresses stress. Right. And like you were saying at the beginning, we're, we want to kind of ebb and flow. We want to be on that like little wave of up and down and up and down and have our body not freak out every time or not go down into, you know, a darker state. So this is just going to be so helpful. And I hope you know how needed you are in this world and how I know that you've been through a lot, but you've also shown me a lot of what's possible from going from, you know, that type of trauma to now. So just such a light and so full of love. And I cannot wait for that session with you and with my group, but also anyone listening, please, 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 please reach out to Katie because you will not be disappointed at all. So Katie, thank you so much. So, so much. You are so great. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for having me tell. And the final thing I'll say is that uh, you know, if I can move into where I'm at in life today, I am living proof that breathwork is such an amazing tool for healing. You know, I was in this super dark place and now I am more happy, more open, more free than I've ever been in my entire life. And that is all attributed to breathwork. So thank you so, so much for having me. It is my sole purpose to share this with the world. And this was such a fun conversation. It really was. Thank you so much. Thank you all so much for listening. It seriously means so, so much to me that you are spending your time wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through in life, you're taking the time to listen to my life and the guests that we have on here. And we're all just connecting on that level. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you or someone you know would like to be featured on Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast, please just email talstips at gmail.com. Again, that's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to talstips.com for all updates on worksheets, book club, and coaching programs. Again, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see you next time.